Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Wow, Matt. Fellow adventurers, we are back with Sir Crokington. And Alwyn Silver Wisp, which is still in a lot of trouble, but hopefully will be in less trouble by the end of this episode. So we're reporting to Captain Millark, and there are things to do. One adventure is called Barbaric, the fur clad figure moving towards the village from the east seems bent on finding someone. Unfortunately, that someone appears to be you. Well, let's begin. Here we go. The desperate cries from a group of defenders on the eastern edge of the village's main square sends you charging out of the makeshift command post, prepared for battle. A lone, broad-shouldered, fur-clad figure arrives in the square. A heavy, broad-bladed sword gripped in his white hand and his face mostly obscured by the tangle of dark hair that hangs over it. Not far from where the menacing figure stands, you spot the bloodied bodies of four soldiers. The same soldiers whose cries of alarm roused you to action only moments ago. Oh dear, now it's about revenge. Sir Crokington! bellows the figure, his deep, resonating voice shattering what had been a momentary silence. Sir Crokington, face me! You step into the open, intrigued by the use of your name, and determined not to allow this savage foe to penetrate any further into the hub of the resistance. The man's wild eyes, which had been scanning the ruined buildings, lock onto you, and he win- and he grins wickedly. The wrath of Grunbor comes to you, Sir Crokington. He was Grunbor. The very name of the legendary barbarian is synonymous with terror and destruction. For nearly twenty years he terrorised the eastern half of the North Broadlands, evading capture and brutalising any who dared stop his campaign. Robbery and mur- murder. 
and there's there's a link for Grumball as well. Few figures in the history of the North Borderlands have been feared as the mighty barbarian known as Grumball. The very name of the legendary barbarian is synonymous with terror and destruction. For nearly 20 years he terrorised the eastern half of the North Broadlands, evading capture and brutalising any who had dared attempt to stop his campaign of robbery and murder. Grunball was eventually slain in a battle with Tyson Knights, though the knight who struck him the killing blow has never fully been determined. You can only speculate that Wormskin has somehow brought this barbarian back from the dead. Regardless of how it happened, however, you would happily come to the realisation you are now the best hope the defenders have of putting down this unwelcome menace. Without further words, Grumbar sounds a fearsome battle cry and charges across the square at you. Your mind races as you hurriedly contemplate your next course of action. Alright, got some options here. Archery, telekinesis, gating. Just hold my ground and face this charge. Or rush forward and meet his charge. You know what? I don't actually ever, don't think I've ever done this, so I'm going to rush forward and meet his charge. You boldly charge across the square, prepared to meet the rapidly approaching Grumbar in what portends to be a brutal melee. It's undead Grumbar, although he doesn't look particularly undead. Must be some sort of very high level necromancy. You know where you don't have bits fall off. Very difficult to do that, probably. Uh, gotta stab him. He's gotta die again. Grumbar swipes at you with his broad bladed sword. And I keep stabbing. Gotta get all the blood out. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 66 damage. That's ridiculous. But he is slain. And that was the only hit he got in. 134. 134 experience. For the second time in his existence, through centuries removed from the first, the hand of a hero has removed the Tower of Grunbor from the world of Swift. You quickly search his remains and find only his sword, which, although not magical, appears to be of unmatched quality. As I'll take it. It's an unmatched sword, so it, so it means it has a melee rating of 5 and sells for uh, a couple of thousand gold. Uh, so that's, and that's, of course, what I'll do off-screen, because you don't want to watch anyone else shop. <laughs> what is this, QVC? Your victory over Grunball, the remarkable feat. Leaves you wondering what other devilry Woundskin have his min and his minions have in store from you, store for you and the defenders of Silver Wisp. Unsettled by the encounter, but determined not to let it weigh heavily on your mind, you make your way back to the command post to report to Captain Nilark. One hundred and twenty-eight experience to General, and that is the end of that adventure. All right, Mark. 
have a little nap. Port to Captain. Right, who else is here? So Crokington and Lady Medicine. Yes, she, she. I think she was there last time. Or was it someone else? Hard to tell. Yeah, I think it's the same. Same lady as last time. Yeah, she's probably been spreading out over multiple days as well. Because there's quite a lot of stuff in the old wound skin saga. Report to Captain Millark. Adventures of this. And next, a wagged band. A wagged band of moorland farmers has arrived to lend their support to the defence of Silverwisp. Or have they? Bark on this adventure. The eleven men standing before Captain Millark in the makeshift command post and Mr. Wooins of the Hedgelong Tavern hardly look like what you would call a formidable fighting force. These men, mostly middle-aged, though some a bit older, carry an odd assortment of weapons ranging from wooden clubs to short swords and now fitted in leather and hired armour that offers only the most meagre protection. Captain Millark is in the midst of explaining to men the brutality of the fight there. Pierce so eager to join, while one of them suddenly shudders violently. He instinctively leap between the captain and the band of men as a horrifying transformation comes over them. Oh dear, oh dear. That's not good news. That's not good news at all. A chorus of hissing erupts from the eleven men as they rapidly change form. In a matter of moments, you find yourself standing between Captain Millark and Eleven Red Scale Tarzel. The foremost of the vicious serpent men slivers towards you, his short sword levelled at your chest. Okay. I'll just I'll read the description to Tarzel, because if I have read it before, it's not been for a while. Tarzel. Tarzel are a malevolent race of semi-humanoid serpents. The lower half of their body is that of a large snake, while the upper half is outfitted with human-like arms. The broad, flattened head of a tarsal. Tarsal is that of a giant snake. Tarsal are particularly cruel and wicked, and often seek to enslave their victims. These cunning creatures have become quite a rarity throughout the realms, well not, not rare enough apparently, as they have long been sought, sought out by humans for destruction. However, more recent encounters with Tarzal suggest there may be a more prevalent threat than is commonly assumed. Tarzal are capable of wielding weapons, and they usually do so with a great degree of skill. Some Tarzal possess magical abilities. It should be noted that Tarzal will rarely be encountered alone. Tarzal, much like Hogari, are able to assume human form for long duration, making them particularly deadly and elusive foe. It has also been said that a killed Tarzal can retain its human guise, thus concealing its true nature, even in death. The goal of the Tarzal is the enslavement and or destruction of all humankind. And a lot of other things as well. Yeah. The foremost of the ser ser vicious serpent men sliver towards you. His sword, sword levelled at your chest. I had not expected to find such an illustrious protection 
for this so broken commander. This is the foul creature. We were to find you next, Sir Crokeson, but this is much more convenient. From behind, you hear Captain Miller draw his sword. You harshly order him to stay back, realising without him, the resistance in Silverwisp would soon crumble. The Tarzal leader slithers backwards, and four of his snake brethren, four of his brethren snake forward and attack. It's four Tarzal. Let's just take them down. They attack you viciously. I attack back even more viciously, and they are slain. Five XP. Talbalut, three gold. Five of the vicious snake men sliver forward to take the place of the fallen. You take a step back and stolidly engage the vile creatures. Now there's five of them. Stappity, 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 stap. <laughs> I stabbed five. I stabbed five of them in four blows, I guess. I guess I just jumped right through one of them. And got the one behind with one of my super stabs. You've slain your foe. Another five XP. Oh, an Adivarian artifact. I'll be taking that. A large axe-wielding tuzzle slivers forward as the leader of the vicious snake men lurks behind his wide, unblinking eyes fixed on you. Cut it down, he hisses. Leave the other for me. It's an axe-wielding tuzzle. It attacks you viciously, but is still slain. 5 XP, some armour, 15 gold. A sickling, gurgling sound rises out of the throat of the dying Tazal as the vicious creature collapses to the ground before you. You boldly step forward to challenge the leader of the snake bed, when he suddenly pitches forward, striking the ground face first, a long-handled knife buried in his back. Not, in not incredibly sporty of me, says Captain Millark, retrieving the knife before loping off the fallen Tuzzle's head with his longsword. Sorry about that, Sir Crokington, but I can't go and let you receive all the glory. Huh. See, see, that's that's why he's he's uh, still the leader. Although the real reason is just he's there. He's there, and there ain't nobody else. And sometimes that's just how things go. And they should, you can't get the best person, you get who's there. And so, and often, they turn out to be able to handle it. And sometimes they don't, and things go really bad. The enemy finds no challenge in prep. Penetrating our perimeter, says the captain, after you've helped him remove the Tazal carcasses from the command post. We certainly can't hope to combat that which so readily takes on such believable guises. I need to make certain we increase our guard in and around the main square, though. I'm not sure what good it will do, or what men can be spared for such detail. A young scout, returning from the scrub forest, enters the ruins of the tavern and addresses Captain Millard with his report. You take your leave of the captain and step outside the command post, wondering where next the sinister shadow of 
the enemy will fall. And that finishes that adventure for another 128 experience to general. And then the next one, Demon Scourge Part 1, The Abandoned Mine. Scouts have reported a large number of cave goblins moving out of the entrance of one of Silverwisp's abandoned ore mines. You are sent to investigate. So we begin. Two scouts returning from the eastern outskirts of the village entered the captain's command post and informed Captain Millock of a grim discovery they made just this afternoon. You listen with great interest as the scouts describe in detail a steady flow of cave goblins emerging from one of Silverwisp's long-abandoned ore mines. The consensus is the enemy must be using this mine as a base of operations. Without hesitation, you tell the captain you will investigate and deal with whatever you find there. The scouts take their leave, each of them bowing before the captain and acknowledging you with curt nods. <laughs> I, I don't... You don't know the relief your words bring me, says the captain, sighing heavily as he sits at the edge of a charred table in the midst of the ruined tavern. You might find more in that place than you expect, but I hardly think I'm telling you anything you don't already know. You have my eternal gratitude, Sir Crokington. And, and I, and you go with my blessing. But I order you to return here safely. We can't afford to lose you. You meet, you meet Captain Millark in the shoulder cross and set out at once for the abandoned mine. Okay, yep. In less than an hour, you're perched on the edge of a steep hillock overlooking a flat expanse of brink moorland. Only 30 yards from you, rising out of the willowy grass, is a dark mouth to the abandoned ore mine shaft. Two black-armoured cave goblins, their breastplates emblazoned with a pair of cross-lightning bolts, stand on guard in front of the mine entrance. The loathsome preachers appear to have little interest in their duty. Alright, quite a lot of options now. Just attack them, remain where I am and monitor the mine entrance. Oh, that sounds boring. No, I'm not going to do that. Use feathery, illusion... Or archery. I'll give her archery a go. Success. 32 experience to archery. Two hours is all it takes. Pierced by your feathered shafts. Only a few seconds apart. Both goblins topple over dead in front of the entrance to the mine. Not wasting any time. You rush forward and step into the mine. You stand just inside the entrance to the abandoned mine. Fresh air blows in from the mouth of the shaft to the south, hoping to offset the musty smell of the shadowy labyrinth. You proceed with great caution through the narrow tunnels of the abandoned mine, your every sense alert for the first sign of possible danger. So I started off on the south side, in the middle. Making my north, and then west. Here's something. Alerted by a sudden movement in the shadows ahead, you press yourself up against the wall of the passage and peer into the gloom. Slowly, as your eyes manage to pierce the deep shadows of the tunnel, the danger you perceive takes form. 
six black armoured cave goblins, their breastplates emblazoned with a pair of crossed lightning bolts, stand in the middle of the passage, several yards away, speaking themselves, speaking amongst themselves in a harsh, glottal tone, tongue unknown to you. These foul creatures have not yet spotted you. Well, then I'll just attack them, of course. Cautiously, you inch forward along the tunnel, and you are within striking distance of the unsuspecting goblins. Their alarm shrieks echo off the passage walls as you leap out of the shadows and lay into them with a vicious assault. Black-armoured cave goblins, six of them. They claw at you viciously, and they all get stabbed to death. Ah, in just about three rounds, because I stabbed so hard, the one next to them dies. Because you can do that, apparently. 13 XP, and a bit bit more armour to sell later, and two entire gold tokens. They must have been fight. They must have had so much fighting. No, 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 no. I get to hold the gold token. No, no, no. I get to hold the gold token. No, I get to hold the gold token. No, I get to hold the gold token. (laughs) With no desire to linger longer than necessary at the scene of the attack, you quickly check over your equipment, catch your breath, and prepare to once again set off on your way. Alright, going south. And then west a bit. Alerted by the sound of the darts ahead, you press yourself up against the wall in the passage and peer into the gloom. Slowly, as your eyes manage to pierce the deep shadows of the tunnel, the danger you perceive takes form. Seven black-armed cave goblins, their breastplates emblazoned with a pair of crossed lightning bolts, stand in the middle of the passage several yards away, speaking among themselves in the harsh glottal tongue unknown to you. These foul creatures have not yet spotted you. Attack the goblins. Curiously, you inch forward along the tunnel until you are within striking distance of the unsuspecting goblins. The alarm shrieks echo off the passage walls as you leap out of the shadows and lay into them with a vicious assault. Seven black armored cave goblins now. You cry out in agony as a bolt of lightning slams into your torso for two damage. Oh, so those little lightning bolts on them actually mean something. I thought they'd just put on because they're cool. But no. Ooh, another lightning bolt for seven damage. But nevertheless, they are slain. 13 XP. And some equipment. I'll pick up the good stuff. No gold this time probably took it away from them because they keep fighting over it. With no desire to linger longer than necessary the scene of the attack, you quickly check over your equipment, catch your breath and prepare to once again set off on your way. Okay, keep <coughs> go west and then north. Oh, it's some more goblins with their black black arm of the lightning bolts. Seven of them this time. They claw you viciously and they are all slain. Another 13 XP. Some loot. Six gold. With no desire to... That means one of them didn't get a gold token. How unfortunate. 
But they're all dead now, so it's fair now. With no desire to linger longer than necessary to see you attack, you quickly check over your equipment, catch your breath, and prepare to once again set off on your way. Right, keep continuing along to the end of the passage. The tunnel. The tunnel ends abruptly in a wide alcove where your eyes fall upon a sight that both saddens and enrages you. Chains of the wall, bloodied and battered, is a young soldier, one of the brave defenders of Silver Wisp. Slowly, he lifts his head, which has been slumped against his chest, and acknowledges you with a nod and a weak smile. It's obvious to you that this brave soldier has suffered great misuse at the hands of his savage captors. You stoop and examine the heavy chain and sturdy lock that binds the soldiers to the wall. So there's an item you could use, but I haven't, I haven't got it yet. There's probably a key somewhere. Probably some big tough goblin has it, or something like that. Or maybe it's just, or maybe they just dropped it on the floor somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere there'll be a key. Or, you know, maybe the person who has the keys just wandered off with it. And it's miles away. Yes. Or it's hidden really, really well. Anyway. So I can't use a key. But I do have other options. I can just... Just smash the lock. Use telekinesis. Destruction or feathery. I'll use feathery. It succeeded. 32 XP to the 3 You make short work of the sturdy lock, springing it open in a matter of seconds. You help the soldier regain his feet, tele using telekinesis mostly, and begin the arduous and dangerous task of seeing him safely out of the mine. You make it to the entrance of the mine without encountering any more goblins, and step out onto the broken terrain of the moor, with the formerly captured soldier at your side. The fresh air seems to invigorate him, and he thanks you, and tells you he'll be able to make the return trek to Silverwisp on his own. You wish him luck, and watch as he departs, for once again turning your attention to the abandoned mine. Ooh. Oh, and I took a little west first. From a store, small hollow at the base of a steep hillock, only two dozen yards from the base, the entrance of the abandoned mine, you carefully monitor the surrounding area. Or keeping out of sight from anything that might emerge from the shaft. Into the mine. Alright, let's just go back the way we came. Just check there's nothing there. And also just filling in the map. Yep, nothing there. Alright, that's the southwest corner is explored. Alright, now going north instead. More goblins, six of them this time. Let's just smash them. Do, 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 and they are slain. 13 XP and 22 gold tokens. Oh. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Although admittedly, two of it was in Twinkets worth 12 gold here. Alright. Hmm. So 10 gold and two Twinkets. I don't know how they're going to divide that up amongst them. Probably with great awkwardness. And some scimitars. A sturdy scimitar. Anyway, 20, as I said, 22 gold. With no desire to linger longer than necessary, the scene of the attack, you quickly check over your equipment, catch your breath, prepare to once again set off on your way. Okay, keep going north, 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 now west. More goblins. Another six of them. I'll just take these down. Do, 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 do. And they are slain. 13 XP. Some loot. 15 gold. Don't know how they're showing out all this gold once again. More goblins. Seven of them. Alright. Stabity stab. Oh, they got me with the lightning a couple of times. But they still go down. Alright. Ooh. Uncommon divine artifact. That will exchange for some battle markers later. Battle markers, which I don't really do all that much with. Oh, and a chain belt. And 32 gold tokens. Off we go. Nothing at the end of that passage. Okay, making my way to the to the north northwest side. Nothing there. Okay, along the north side now. More goblins, seven of them. I'll just take these down. Lightning bolt, and they are slain. Thirteen XP and some bone greaves. 
Oh, 29 gold. Alright, at the end of the... Oh, and here we are. The tunnel ends abruptly in a wide alcove, where your eyes fall upon a sight that both saddens and enrages you. Chained to the wall, bloodied and battered, is a young soldier, one of the brave defenders of Silver Wisp. Slowly, he lifts his head, which has been slumped against his chest, and acknowledges you with a nod and a weak smile. It's obvious to you this brave soldier has suffered great misuse at the hands of his savage captors. You stoop and examine the heavy chain and sturdy lock that bind the soldier to the wall. Alright, so once again, all the options as last time, this time I'll use destruction. Succeeded. 32 XP to destruction. Assailed by your power destruction, the sturdy lock quivers and then buckles as its interior components are disintegrated. You hope the soldier regain his feet, then begin an arduous and dangerous task of seeing him safely out of the mine. You make it to the entrance of the mine without encountering any more goblins, and step out into the broken terrain of the moor, with the formerly captured soldier at your side. The fresh air seems to invigorate him, and he thanks you, and tells you he will be able to make the returned trek to Silverwisp on his own. You wish him luck, and watch as he departs for once again turning your attention to the abandoned mine. And I, I take a west again while I can. Alright, keep all right, let's get back to where we were, more or less. Back where we were. Okay. Alright, that's the north the north and northwest bits done. Alright, let's go to the southeast. In the middle, here we are, another seven goblins. Let's just take these down. Yeah, fortunately, I these these seven goblins don't give me flame-shaped tattoos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a reference to a previous adventure. And some gold. Ten gold, some loot. Alright, let's keep going, keep going, keep going. Your progress along the mine passage is brought to an abrupt halt as a hulking, black-armoured cave goblin emerges from the gloom ahead, snarling viciously. The savage creature draws a heavy axe and begins stalking along the tunnel towards you. Well, obviously, I'm going to hold my ground and fight this bit. I mean, there is an option to flee, but not going to do that. You bravely hold your ground against the savage brute. It's a black armoured cave goblin brute. And he's going down. Attacks you viciously. You cry out in agony as a bolt of lightning slams into your torso. For 9 damage. And then for 7 damage. Almost out and slain. 38 XP. The large goblin staggers back and collapses to the floor of the tunnel. His entire body twitches for several seconds before becoming still. You're about to step over his corpse and continue on your way when you spot something lying on the ground next to him. You stoop to examine the curious object and discover it is a square-ended iron key. You decide to take it with you. Hmm, I wonder. Is this the key to anyone else that might be locked up? 
Perhaps, perhaps. View. I'm going to use it now so it's on the quick use panel. Just in case, just in case. With the key chucked safely away amongst your belongings, you once again set off along the passage. Okay, more goblins, just five of them this time. All right, I'll just take them down. They're black armored with the lightning bolts and they are slain. 13 XP. Some loot. And 16 XP. Hmm. Oh dear, that doesn't divide into five. Oh well. I guess the, the toughest one gets one extra. Alright, let's see. More goblins. Seven of them this time. Lots and lots of goblins. They are slain. 13 XP. Some loot. And 33 gold. Alright, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Alright, here we are. Along the eastern side now. And another seven goblins block my path. And even though they did the lightning thing, they all are slain. Dropping their 13 XP and a bit of loot. Oh, and nine gold. Right now to the southeast corner. Oh, but six goblins turned up before I could get there. I will stab these two. Down they go. 13 XP, oh, quite a lot of loot. But most of it's terrible. As it usually is. Oh, inferior plate boots. I'll take them too. Uh, I'm starting to wear our space now. And four gold tokens. Alright. The tunnel ends abruptly in a wide alcove where your eyes fall upon a sight that saddens and enrages you. Chained to the wall, bloodied and battered, is a young soldier. One of the brave defenders of Silver Wisp. Slowly, he lifts his head, which has been slumped against his chest, and acknowledges you with a nod and a weak smile. It's obvious to you this brave soldier has suffered great misuse at the hands of his savage captors. You stoop and examine the heavy chain and sturdy lock that bind the soldier to the wall. I could use that thing I just got, but I kind of feel like showing off and using the power of telekinesis. Which succeeded, 32 XP to telekinesis. Calling upon your magical discipline of mind over matter, you work to manipulate the interior components of the lock. Within a matter of moments, the sturdy lock is open. You help the soldier regain his feet and then begin the arduous and dangerous task of seeing him safely out of the mine. You make it to the entrance of the mine without encountering any more goblins because I think most of them are dead now, and step out of the broken terrain of the step out onto the broken terrain of the moor, with the former formerly captive soldier by your side. The fresh air seems to invigorate him, and he thanks you, and tells you that he will make his return to Silver Wisp on his own. You wish him luck and watch as he departs, for once again turning your attention to the abandoned mine. And I take a little west 
and a small hollow at the base of a steep hillock. And here we go, into the mine. Now just the northeastern corner to go. Not much left. Alright, very close to the northeast. Oh, more goblins. Attack the goblins, of course. There are six of them, but not for long. Lightning bolt wasn't much help for them. 13 XP. Some loot. And 12 gold. Alright. Now in the northeast corner. Hmm. Perhaps something will be revealed. A low pulsing hum fills the air as the tunnel you have been following opens into a wide chamber with a high ceiling. Your eyes were immediately drawn to a swirling black vortex hovering just inches above, above the floor against the far wall. A shadow path. Oh dear, this is far worse than we expected. You're about to step closer to examine the portal when its surface suddenly whipples. A chorus of ear-shattering sh shrieks fill the chamber as four winged skeletons suddenly sail out of the Neville Gate, their clawed hands outstretched, in preparation of tearing the flesh from your bones. It's four winged skeletons as begin combat. The winged skeletons shriek as they viciously claw at you. Your enemy claws into your flesh for six damage. And then for two damage. But now they're going down. Oh, claw at my flesh, ten damage. But they had like one hit left. And they're now all slain. 5 XP. No sooner has the last of the winged skeletons joined the pile of bones at your feet. Does the surface of the shadow path again whipple. You step back and assume a defensive stance. As three axe-wielding cave goblin warriors emerge from the swirling vortex. What? You can gate goblins too? Alright. Begin combat. They attack you viciously, brutal stroke, 5 damage, but now they are all slain. 5 XP. You leap over the corpses of the three goblins, eager to attempt to somehow close the shadow path before more enemies emerge. But you've taken less than three steps towards it, when its inky surface again whipples. An enraged bellow fills the chamber, as a massive cave troll stomps out of the portal, a hefty wooden plug. Club clutched in its knotted fist. The twelve grins wickedly, wars, then charges at you. It's a cave troll. Let's take it down. The cave troll swipes at you with its deadly claws and is slain. 5 XP. Oozing blood from a number of vicious wounds, the fearsome cave troll drops to his knees, then topples face first onto the floor of the chamber. I managed to not get crushed by it, which is always a plus. You step clear of, the, of its bulky carcass and turn your attention to the shadow path. The swirling black surface of the Neville Gate again whipples. From the shadow path emerges one of the most fearsome beings you have ever laid eyes upon. A towering, bald-headed human warrior, roughly the size of an ogre wielding an ornate two-handed sword and clad in the same lightning-emblazoned armour as the goblins you've encountered, steps out of the swirling vortex 
and laughs heartily upon catching sight of you. Ha 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 So you're the little one giving my creatures a tussle. He laughs, his deep, unfriendly voice echoing off the walls of the chamber. I am Prince Iacor, loyal servant of the master and steward of the realm of Nironoth. Your heroism is impressive, but it ends here. Prince Iacor's eyes certainly glow a brilliant blue, and two hulking forest trolls emerge from the shadow path and draw up next to him. He waves his left hand, and you watch in horror as the two beefs rapidly morph into massive black wolves. Honestly, that seems almost a downgrade, but really I'm not sure. It's just how massive, how massive are these wolves? With they're just a bit bigger than normal, probably a downgrade. But if they're a lot bigger than normal, like six feet tall, then then we're talking scarier than the trolls. Varies. Tear out her throat, but spare me the head, roars Icor, as the two nightmarish canines bound forward and attack. Well, you're not actually dogs. You're not wolves, which are close enough to dogs. But you're not them, so you're not good boys, because you're not wolves. You're trolls in disguise. So no pets for you. No pets. No petting. Just fighting. The savage wolves tear at you, tooth and claw. Right, I'll take these down. And they are all slain. All two of them. The master's eye seldom lies, grins a towering, broad-headed, armoured warrior as he assumes a combat-ready stance. Know that you now face his true champion, Lord of the realm of near, of near off, and gatekeeper to his kingdom. You steel yourself to engage this fearsome brute. It's Prince Iacor. He's a quite nasty person. Begin combat. A frigid wind assails your foe. Oh yes, that's the weapon special. Ten damage. The, ma- the demon prince swipes at you with this massive blade. Alright, but I keep hopping out of the way. Oh, well, he got one hit in. Alright, and he is slain. But, but since he's one of Runeskim's chief minions, I don't think it's going to stick. Bloodied, 70 XP, bloodied and soundly beaten, Prince Icor staggers back beyond the range of your blows and curses. We shall meet again, he hisses through clenched teeth as he steps. We shall meet again, he hisses through clenched teeth as he steps into the shadow path and is lost from sight. Much to dismay, the shadow path remains open. What? What? It's supposed to automatically close once I fought enough monsters. Realising that you must now attempt to close the shadow path before Ikor, or worse, returns to it, you step forward 
and placed yourself squarely in front of the swirling black vortex. So, I could close it with the power of gating, or Shadowstone, whatever that might be. Or if you do not possess the means of closing the portal, I'm guessing it's just fight monsters until it closes on its own. But I don't have to find out, because I have the power of gating. Channeling it. Without a sound, the shadow path closes, leaving no trace of itself behind. You sigh heavily, thankful that the dangerous gateway is no more. You make it with another of the enemy's invasion points now gone. You're about to make your way out of the chamber, when a sudden and involuntary shudder runs the length of your body. You turn, and are shocked to discover that standing near the wall where the shadow path was, is a ghostly figure of an armoured man, his head wrapped in blood-soaked cloth. The man wears a tabard that bears the insignia of a Tyson knight. The ghost of the knight regards you with a slow nod, and then bends down and lays what appears to be the wooden haft of a weapon on the ground. The haft takes solid form the moment he withdraws his spectral hand from it. <laughs> nice trick if you know it. The haft of the demon scourge, says the ghost, motioning for you to retrieve the item. A hammer whose stroke has yet to be realised, but those hours are already upon us. Take it with you, and keep it safe. Slowly and cautiously, you step forward, and take hold of the heavy wooden haft. Demon Scourge Haft, let's have a look. This thick wooden haft is one of the three pieces of an enchanted hammer known as Demon Scourge. The night ghost smiles briefly as you take hold of the haft, and tuck it safely in safely amongst your possessions. Over 400 years ago, we also stood against this beast, he says grimly. The forests east of Talonus were our battleground, and I dare say a more savage contest has yet to be witnessed. There were two hundred of us, proud, valiant, and slain to a man. You asked the night ghost how he arrived here, and why he has presented you with the haft of a hammer known as the Demon Scourge. It is a grand tale, but there is no time to tell it here, he says. Trust me when I tell you that when assembled, the hammer has the power to drive the beast from this world. Even in death I am not free of his wrath, and indeed his minions pursue me, for the master is aware of the weapon. It's perhaps the one thing he truly fears. The knight falls silent for several moments, and begins to fade from view. I will gather the remaining parts of the demon scourge. But provided the beast minions don't catch up with me first, he says. We will need the head and the pommel of the hammer. We will meet again soon, near another gate. Yeah, I guess he's just sneaking in with the general invasion. Of course. Yeah. Maybe you should like this place a guard on the other end, you know. Hey, you! You're that Tyson Knight! No! <laughs> yeah, I don't know, he's, he's a ghost. 
Maybe you can make himself invisible. Cut, cut, continue the fight, says the ghostly knight, as he begins to rapidly fade from view. The beast is mighty, but defeat is not unknown to him. May the all-father go with you. The ghost of the knight nods solemnly and disappears, leaving you once again alone in the chamber. You linger here for several moments before finally turning and leaving the chamber to begin your trek. Out of the mine and back to Silverwisp. The abandoned nine mine is now true to its moniker. No sign of any living foes remains in the twisting tunnels of this subterranean labyrinth. After a lengthy trek through the dark, you emerge into the pale sunlight of late afternoon and start off across the moor towards Silverwisp. Captain Millock steps out of the ruins of Hedgelong Tavern and greets you with a shoulder cross as you stride up to the makeshift command post in the centre of the decimated village. You relate to him the success of your mission and he smiles broadly. You don't know how good it is to have a bit of news like that. The fight goes everywhere here, though it becomes more brutal with each passing hour. Over taking the captain aside, after making certain you won't be overheard, you tell him that your encounter with the g about your encounter with the ghost in the abandoned mine, and show him the wooden haft, the demon scourge. What you were told is the truth, and not one of the ogre's trips tricks. It might just might be just what we need to drive him back to his own well. He says running a finger along the length of the ship of the haft. Good to know we might have found an ally in this fight. Even one on the far side of death's door. You find wisdom in the words of Captain Millock, and those words weigh heavily on your mind as you contemplate your recent travails in the abandoned mine. If indeed the spirit you encountered spoke the truth, you will need to somehow find him again and obtain the west of the hammer known as Demon Scourge. It might be the only real hope for victory against the immortal might of Woundskin. However, if the spirit and hammer are just the cruel rules devised by the ogre and his agents, you cannot yet fathom their intended purpose. Your thoughts turn back to the present, as torches spring to life in and around the village square. Night falls over Silver Wisp. And that ends this adventure with 384 experience to general. So we're going to west and save. And now the next adventure is Demon Scourge, Scourge Part 2. The Unknown Halls. The Howling Spirit's attack is swift and quickly overwhelms you. But... That will be for another day, possibly tomorrow, possibly not, I don't know, it depends how I feel. Fortunately, no time will pass in the world of Swift while I'm waiting. You can just leave, you can leave it as long as you want, he'll still be there. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.